Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fly the Coop. I am your host, Carrie Ann Carter. After 22 years in the real estate business, I've seen my fair share of people, stories, and experiences fly the coop in one way or another. This podcast is all about telling those stories. Let's jump into the coop. Hello, everybody. Good morning, Janet Miller. How are you today? I'm good. How are you, Carrie Ann? Very well. Thank you so much for being here, everyone. Janet Miller is a coach, one of the top coaches with Tom Ferry Organization. And I met Janet just this year. Janet is the new coach for the Carrie Ann Carter Group. And I'm so excited to have you here today, Janet. I feel like the mentoring experience holistically is such a huge piece um, of my life personally. And I would recommend it to anyone who asks me, can you share with everybody a little bit about you and what you do? Sure. Yeah. So I've been coaching with Tom Ferry for over five years now, and I learn every day. I help agents and I help teams every single day, but you know what? I'm learning every day too. I'm a a growing and Oh my gosh, there's always new things to to learn in this in this industry. So Absolutely. if I had to sort of put it into an elevator pitch for you, is I like to help agents and team leaders think and act as the CEO of their business because I really want people to stop thinking of themselves as sales agents, someone who's doing a transaction. The reality is you're running a real estate business. Absolutely. So whether it's someone like yourself who's running a team or an agent on your team, you're still the CEO of your business, right? You've got to look at finances, sales, marketing, operations, and people. So that's always my goal is to get you to be the CEO of your business. And don't you really think that applies to every any individual life, whatever it is you do, whether you're a mother running a household and you're a mom, which is a huge responsibility and comes with a lot of layers of management, Um, or you're running a a company of any sort or kind, to me, this is applicable to anybody. Um, And what it means to find structure, order, mentoring, growth. Uh, I always say to the team, there is never a moment in your career, we'll go back to real estate, that you're not learning and growing. There's always something to learn. Uh, So how long have you been coaching now? So with Tom... uh over five years. And then prior to that, I was uh, director of sales at a brokerage for a couple of years. And so I was looking after 125 agents. And wow. that's really how I transitioned to be working with Tom because I would you know, go online and I'd be researching topics to work with the team on. And I just kept coming across Tom's content. And it just really spoke to me just in the way he delivered his messages. And it was always very forward thinking and, and innovative. So that's, I eventually then just transitioned to be coaching full-time. Amazing. Amazing. And you're coaching with clients all over the country. Yep. I have as far South as Florida, as far North as Alaska. And then I probably cover four or five time zones when we add them. Wow. Add- <laughs> That's a management schedule. And then in terms of price points, I mean, I'll have someone in the Midwest that their average price point might be uh, 200000 for a house. And then at the other extreme, I have clients in New York City who will sell $8 million or $8.5 million townhouses. So it's it's 
it's everything in between. And it's funny at the end of the day, it's almost always the same challenges, right? How do I stay in touch with people? How do I convince my buyers that it's a good time to buy? How do I convince my sellers that this is market value? And then just what the what the plan is to get things sold and answering the question, how is the market? Like, right. That's it. In all markets, that's what it, it always comes down to. Always comes down to it. I, in my time I've worked with you and in my past uh, coaching experiences with other coaches with Tom Ferry and building this team, um, I have a team member uh, group of around 10 now and we continue to grow. Uh, beyond the market questions, it's the personal growth and management um, challenges. Number one, in my opinion, tell me if you agree, is managing time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you know me, it's yeah. a, a bit of my specialty is helping agents build a schedule right need that they need. And oftentimes it's so funny when I'll, I'll talk to agents and team leaders, we'll talk about maybe something that they're struggling with in their business. And I'm, I'm like, so what happened? Oh, I got to the end of the day and I didn't get it done. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, well, when in your calendar were you supposed to do it? <laughs> oh yeah, no, I never wrote it down. <laughs> no, I'm like, but don't beat yourself up for not doing it because we're not our brains are not designed to remember those little pieces of information of what to do, when to do it. Like that's why you have to rely on technology. So you can use your brain for what it was meant to be trained for, which is keeping a strong mindset, solving problems, processing emotions. Like don't your brain capacity for remembering who to meet with, what to get done in a day, what time to do it. Absolutely. Uh, You spoke and you did a beautiful job and we're going to add that segment. I'm going to make sure we add that segment in so we can show uh, everybody the uh, learning um, presentation that you did at the summit. I think that's really, really well done. And there must be a link to that because it was really a great, great segment to share with everybody. Uh, everyone should know Janet, uh, her sidekick, she is all, you're all about the teaching of um, time management, time blocking, and how to run your personal life and your personal schedule. I think everyone can learn from that. I think everyone, I consider myself organized fractionally. You know, I have a very full commitment schedule between home and work and life and team and family and children and all of the things that everybody is managing, right? Um, Quantifying that uh, in a way that's highly structured to the point Janet would say even (laughs) color-coded. It really is essential uh, with a busy schedule. It really is essential in order to feel like at the end of your day, you've truly accomplished what you wanted to accomplish in that day regardless of what you do in life and especially in the business of real estate, which is highly, highly demanding of time, people require a lot of your time and managing how to interact and how much of that time you're giving up in a way that's productive and useful and valuable is a gift. That's an art. Navigating that is really, really um, challenging for a lot of people. And I know you spend quite a lot of time with the team coaching them every week on how to do that. So what does that look like when you're advising them? 
Well, it's it, it's a couple of things. And then I'll talk about that. And then I want to circle back because you made some really good comments about the schedule. So I've got some notes that I, I've just, I'll, I'll make sure I go back to. With the team, it's helping them. It's a balance of helping them understand the big picture of what they're building. So making sure they have their goals, right? not only in terms of number of transactions that they want to do and number of reviews that they want to receive, but also reverse engineering that Mm -hmm. into how many consultations do they need to do, right? right? How many consultations do they need to do with potential buyers and potential sellers and then reverse engineer that again and say, okay, so what are the things you're going to do this week that are going to create opportunities for those consultations? Right. Because we know there's people out there that need to buy or sell or invest, or maybe have no plans to move right now, but still have real estate related questions, right. just as important for, for you to answer. So then figuring out, okay, what are my actions this week that are going to create those opportunities? Absolutely. And those Actions can be anything from the content you're going to make, including the videos you're going to make, the open houses that you're going to host, the properties that you're going to visit, the networking events that you're going to go to, the phone calls that you're going to make, because those are the things that you can control. You can't control what's happening in the market. You can't control interest rates. Mm -hmm. You can't control when people are going to decide to buy and sell. Right. can control your actions that are going to lead to those opportunities, right? You can control what time you get up in the morning and what time you get into the office. And if you study the MLS and if you make your phone calls and if you put content out there, right? So focusing on what you can control and focusing on relationships, then the business will come. I 100% agree. Why do you think it's so hard for people to implement? Because do you ever feel like you're repeating that over and over again? And it's just so hard uh, for the, if you were to put a percentage on it, um, the number of people that don't reach their goals because they're hearing it, they're receiving the information, but they're not implementing. What's the trick of, like, how do you teach somebody? to implement. Okay. So a couple of things I wrote down plants and squirrels. Yeah. <laughs> Those are my words. Okay. <laughs> Both I'm guilty of. <laughs> okay. So the, yeah. the, the reason I wrote down the word plants is because one of my favorite quotes is the day you plant the seed is not the day you eat the fruit. Mm-hmm. The day you plant the seed right. is not the day you eat the fruit. And that is so true in real estate. I may have a conversation with you today about recommendations of what to do for your kitchen renovation, right? Right. I stay in touch with you and I give you resources of where you can go for your kitchen renovation. I keep in touch with you about what's going on in the market Mm -hmm. and I'm that trusted, credible resource for you. Then when the time comes, and that time might be 10 years, five years, one year, like we don't know. Absolutely. Business know. Is gonna, so I'm planting the seed today mm-hmm. of the knowledge I have and how I can be your advisor. And then the fruit will grow. Right. That's how so, it works. You're absolutely and that's how it right. Works. So and and I think to answer your question then is 
people, we live in this like instant gratification world. I was just going to say the exact same thing. We, we put a post on social. We want to wait for the comments. We want to wait for the thumbs up. We want to wait for the hearts, right? Mm-hmm. Not how real estate works. Mm-hmm. Real estate, number one, is a long-term investment, but it's also, it's also a long game in terms of relationships. Mm-hmm. So that's why I wrote down the word plants. And then the other word I wrote down was squirrels because um, there's so many distractions in this business. So that's what I mean by squirrels, right? You have a plan. Mm-hmm know what you're going to do. And then you get distracted (laughs) because of the squirrel that runs across the road. Yeah. Summit, summit, perfect example, right? Summit to me, like one of the best real estate events of the year. Mm -hmm. You also have to be watch out for the squirrels, right? Because you go and you're like, oh, this agent did that. Oh, I should do that. Oh, and this person's doing that. Oh, I should do that. So you got to be, you got to acknowledge the squirrels, right? Mm Mm-hmm write them down. They might not be the right thing for your business right now. Right. And so it's it's just staying on the path of the plan that you wrote. I think it's January 17th. It's actually called national ditch your resolution day. Okay. Um, I did not know that really statistically that's the day that I can't remember what percentage of people, it's like a high, high, high percentage of people that abandon their goals and their New Year's resolutions. And I, I remember reading a study that at the end of the year, I think it's only like 8% of people that actually reach their goals. And, and the number one reason why they don't is because they forget what their goals are. We're, I'm going to be working with you and, and the team and, and everybody else I work with in like the next month or so to write our 2023 plan. Right. At the end of 2023, the agents, there's there, there's literally going to be a divide, right? About January 17th. Mm-hmm. There's going to be this group that kind of falls off and doesn't reach their goals. Yeah. But the ones that do reach their goals, it's re- like one of the most fundamental things they do is they remind themselves of what did I say I, I was going to set out to do in 2023, mm-hmm. both personally and professionally. Yep. And I'm a big right. fan of reading that one-year vision every single week. Like every Sunday night, read that vision and then break it down to 90-day goals. Mm-hmm. And then every week, decide what you're going to do over the next seven days. Everybody, you just met Janet. That is how she's hardwired. And that's what she teaches every single day. That's not easy for most people to do, Janet. You know that. It's hard. But think about, here's how I always say it. Think about going on a big road trip, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say you've got an eight or 10 hour drive ahead of you. Mm -hmm. If you plug the destination in the GPS, that's like writing your business plan, right? Here's the path I'm going to take. Here's I'm here's how long it's going to take me to get there. Here's the potential obstacles and construction. And here's where I want to get to by like the end of lunchtime and the end of dinner and things like that. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. If you get in the car and you start driving and you never look at that GPS again, that would be like writing your business plan and then never looking at it again. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. I completely agree with you. I just think it's interesting. Um, how frequently we are faced with an audience that has a hard time with implementation. 
and what it what I've what it's boiled down to when I'm finding when I'm coaching the team, and this is specific to real estate, is there's micro um, content that I'm having to kind of feed in a very embracing, supportive, and loving way as a reminder to stay on track. There's that little bit of that's why. I circle back to how important it is to have a coach and a mentor, right? Just like your business plan, what you've just laid out and then breaking it down into a quarterly plan and then working backwards and breaking it down further, monthly, weekly, daily. Mm -hmm. Everyone needs that reminder to stay on track. If not daily, at least weekly. Definitely. The mentoring. Go, I mean, going back to the road trip analogy, that's what your coach is. Your coach is like listening. Your coach is your GPS, like the voice on the GPS, mm-hmm. right? Hey, you need to slow down. You need to speed up. Warning, there's construction up ahead. Correct. Absolutely. Absolutely. So this is a great segue to talk about the fact that I believe personally, you tell me what you think. I was an independent agent, a single agent with an assistant for years, 15 years of my career, I was that person. And in 2015, when I joined Tom Ferry, I made the concerted like commitment, I'm building a team. And I won't lie, there's been lots of peaks and valleys and redos and starts and failures. And now I'm at a place where the foundation is locked and loaded and I'm super clear about what this is and what the brand is and what we're offering and how our support and infrastructure can support our clients and how I as a brand can can support my agents. Super clear on that. Coach is a part of it. In my opinion, the future of an individual agent with the complexity of this business where it is now doesn't seem very realistic to me as Mm -hmm. an individual. Not that they're not going to continue to exist, but to really play ball in a real way, to be really relevant and be very valuable to the audience that is in need of the service. What are your thoughts on that? How do you see that shaking out as our future in this business is changing so quickly? Absolutely. I mean, I think whether it's real estate or being a musical artist or being a coach or whatever it is, there is so much power in surrounding yourself with people that make you a better version of yourself. Absolutely. I agree. Right? I mean, I'm I'm on a team, right? I'm on a team of coaches. I, I couldn't do this. I wouldn't want to do this business of my own. Like I have so much, I get so much value in attending trainings with other coaches, doing mastermind groups with other coaches, right? It's it's the same thing with with your team. Now, teams come in all different models. Right. But to do this business alone, no way. The way I think of it as think about, like, think about musical artists, right? Think about you're walking in your your town or your city, and there's a guy in your town, like let's say downtown, and he is has his guitar case open and he's playing the guitar. Mm-hmm. And he is the most talented guy you've ever heard. Like unbelievable. But you know what? The only time he's making money is when he has his guitar case open and people are giving in donations in appreciation of the music he's playing. Mm -hmm. 
that's like a that's like a solo agent, right? The only if if you're trying to do it all and on your own, the only time you're making money is when you're got your guitar case open. You can't take holidays, you can't take time off. No. You gotta do everything, right? But then think of the other extreme about, you know, Lady Gaga or I don't know, some musical group. The right. reason they're successful is they each have their own superpowers and talents and they work together to be a successful, to be a successful artist. Right. It's the teamwork. I would say the teamwork makes the dream work, baby. And it's not, (laughs) it's not only like, obviously when you're on the team, you know, there's opportunities for leads, there's opportunities for better systems. There's opportunities to get admin help, all those things. Right. You know, the best part about being on a team is the culture and the people, right? You've got your people to lean on to say, oh my gosh, I'm struggling with this. I'm not sure what to do about this client. Have any of you guys dealt with this before? What would you do? Right? So you're just leaning on each other or just, and also just in terms of motivating each other. Hey, these are my goals for this year. Yeah, these are my goals. Hey, how are you doing? Great. That's awesome. Keep going, right? You just, you all end up leveling up each other right? when, when you're part of a collective. I totally agree with you on that. Um, do you find, uh, are you finding this industry-wide that the team um, and empowering the team methodology is becoming more and more relevant in the marketplace as a whole? Oh, d- definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And I think what people have to remember is that there's a lot of different models of teams. I think sometimes what people get discouraged or, you know, put up resistance to say is like, I don't want to run a team of 200 agents. That's not me, but that's not the only definition of a team, right? There is that mega team, but a team may also be like a small, like two partners and a lot of support staff. It could be someone that's like a, like yourself. It's like a, a, a smaller number of agents, but really strong, powerful agents. They would call it a Navy SEAL team. Yeah, exactly. So Mm -hmm. I think the point is it's number one, don't go it alone, develop a team model, but develop the team model that suits your personality, your leadership skills, your vision of what you want for your business, but also for your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. I completely agree with you. So on that, I'm going to use this as a segue and applying that to yourself and where you're at now in your life. Um, by the way, your home is stunning. You're up in Whistler right now. I am. It's gorgeous. Um, that was probably an inspiration you had a long time ago. You've got children that are grown now, um, Mm -hmm. transitioned and you're fully embedded in your career as a working mother. I always bring this up every time on every show. What's your secret to balance? And future casting where you're at now, how long ago did you have those thoughts and dreams in your mind? And how long did it take you to get to the outcome you're looking at and you're living in? You're living it right now. How did that happen for you? There was a defining moment. Mm-hmm. It was 2007. Mm-hmm. I just moved to Vancouver from Montreal. 
Mm-hmm. And I remember going into Starbucks and that's when Starbucks were putting quotes on their coffee cups. Yeah, I remember. Different CEOs and authors and famous people. And I remember there was a quote from the CEO of Kinko's and it said, success in life is when your children grow up and they still want to hang out with you. Very cool. And I'm like, <laughs> so true. That's my mission. That's my mission, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's just, it, it's finding that business that you get excited to get out of bed in the morning and it just doesn't feel like work. Right. Right. But, and that can be very different for different people. Absolutely. But it's just finding that thing that you're just so driven and you're so passionate about and you're always wanting to level up. You want to grow because you're happy in that place. You want to grow. Um, And you always have the mindset of, I'm not the smartest guy or the smartest gal in the room. And I'm going to surround myself with people. And as a result, we're all going to level up. Mm -hmm. And then figuring out what that is and then what kind of lifestyle that can create for you, Mm -hmm. right? Some people love going into a corporate office and they love being on an airplane and traveling all the time. Mm-hmm. Other people like running a local business and that they're always in their home in their like, you know, little local neighborhood and they have an office that is in their community. Other people love working from home. The really cool thing about how our world has evolved over the past couple of years Especially. is it's opened up a lot of opportunities of how we can run our businesses. So to me, it's just created even more opportunities of what do you want to do? Do you want to work from home? Do you want to work locally? Do you want to work remotely? Do you want to work in a corporate environment? Like the sky's the limit, but it's just, you know, getting really clear on what you want in business, but also what you want in life. Opportunity in my mind, that, that word needs to be used so much more than it is right now. We are surrounded with an environment that's so media driven and the focus is hovering in a very negative place, unfortunately. Uh, And there's so much opportunity and potential and growth. And of course, things are difficult. And of course, the pandemic was hard. And of course, there's global challenges. And those have always existed. They've always been a part of the world, like our life, right? I think media, the social component has effectively allowed a mindset shift and having more conversations around opportunity and positivity, which is one of my many reasons I wanted to do this and living in a place that's positive and how you uh, share that experience and share that story with people is the one lovely thing about this opportunity with social now and doing a podcast or being able to shoot a video, which is ruling the world right now. How do you want to do that? Do it in your lovely way. What's your take in coaching through that? Because I know a lot of people struggle to be out on a platform Mm -hmm. and you've got a differential in the marketplace that's aging, getting older. So the 50 plus I'm 53 now, and then our younger groups in their twenties and thirties who really embrace it. How have you been coaching through that to get them comfortable with embracing social? 
I know okay. I just jumped three times there. You jumped three times. So I, but yeah, you know, I'm, I'm commonly gonna go, doing I'm gonna that. go back. I'm going to go back because you talked about opportunities and mindset and gratitude. I don't, I don't think we want to skip that one. Cause I yeah. think that's really, really, really important right now. I always say serve a gratitude sandwich every day, right? Absolutely. So start and end your day with gratitude. And when you do that, it's great. Your mindset is just so strong. And then you just believe in yourself so much that you'll do whatever you, whatever you want to do. Right. Mm -hmm. So having, here's how I have a gratitude sandwich is you start your day. Well, the first thing you do is you get really clear on the first thing you're going to say when you get up in the morning, because if you, if the first thing out of your mouth, when you wake up is, Oh, or, Oh, I'm late or whatever. Yeah. That, that's the tone for the day of panicking. Mm-hmm. And I remember a couple of years ago on one of Tom's podcasts, he interviewed Dr. Daniel Amen. And Dr. Daniel Amen taught me that the first thing you say when you get up in the morning is, you know what? Today is going to be a great day. Like just by saying that as the first thing out of your mouth sets the tone for the day and gives you the confidence and the right mindset. Absolutely. And P.S. If you have kids, go into their rooms first thing in the morning and just like at the top of your lungs express today is going to be a great day. You might drive them crazy for a little bit, but honestly, it's it's just a great way to train people to start off in such a powerful way, mm-hmm. right? So that's number one. Then I'm a big fan of journaling every morning. And honestly, what you want to journal about is what you're grateful for. Because as you said, there's so much negative news. There's so much that we could be frustrated about or have negative thoughts about or all those things. But it's really important to ground ourselves and remind ourselves of the good things in our life. Mm-hmm. Right. I agree. And just yeah. writing out what you're grateful for or even reflecting on the past 24 hours. And and just, you know, what are you grateful for? It could be anything from the fresh air, the sunshine, your family, certain people you work with, the house you live in whatever it is, but we all have great things in our life mm-hmm. and we have to remind ourselves of that. Yeah, so that's absolutely. how you start. That's the first layer of gratitude. Like that's how you start your day. And then at the end of the day, the exercise that I'm a big fan of is just ask yourself three questions. What were my wins, mm-hmm. right? Because this business can be crazy and you can get to the end of the day and you can have all these things that you could complain about, right? The buyer didn't show up for me. My offer didn't get accepted. I didn't get that listing appointment. Oh, the inspector kept me like for four hours. Like you could go on and on and on about what went wrong. But if you take the time and say, what were your wins today? Again, you're going to put yourself in that state of gratitude. You might, your win might be, you know what? I actually took the day off yeah. and sit with my family. Mm-hmm. Or I actually got home and had dinner with the family. Mm-hmm. And it also might be my listing. Um, I got an offer on my listing. I had great traffic at my open house, whatever. But always find the win in every single day. Absolutely. And then we're going to have things that didn't go well, right? We're going to have losses, but just acknowledge them. So you get them out of your head. Like, oh, I didn't get the listing. Mm-hmm. Okay. You didn't get listing. How can you improve? 
right? So then when you ask yourself that, your mindset goes to, okay, here's what I would do differently next time. Mm-hmm. Here's, so then you're ending the day going, you know what? Today was a great day. Mm-hmm. Solution-based thinking is um, something that I, I'm very grateful to have that coming out organically. It isn't a place that's easy for some people. Um, they teach themselves that. So I love gratitude sandwich. I think that's fabulous. I think that's a great way to that little tiny um, piece of content that we were talking about that you feed to a family member or a team member or whatever ecosystem you're operating and dealing with. That's a great way to put somebody into a positive mindset, which is what you're all about, Janet. I love that well, about you. Yeah, thank you. And what you have to remember is we're not naturally wired to be focused and disciplined and positive and thinking about the specifics. Mm-hmm. Like these are all trained behaviors. Right. And and so if you know any of your viewers or listeners are hearing this and like, yeah, that's not me. That's okay. It's a muscle you're building. Like gratitude is a muscle you build. Focus and discipline are muscles that you build and you work at them every single day, just like how you would train your body and your mind if you were going to climb Everest or whatever sport or event you're going to do. Right. So these are all things that you have to work on every single day. I love it. I love it. I know we're going to end up doing multiple podcasts because there's so, so much to talk about. And I know we're always on a time crunch because, you know, Janet's got how many clients? So many clients and you're on this very rigid coaching schedule every single day. Um, I'm so grateful to have you as a part of our ecosystem personally. I know the team just adores you. And the speak today is exactly why. Um, It really resonates on a very real level on the daily, on the weekly. And it's absolutely the reason why I feel personally, I've seen so much growth in the past, you know, eight years of my life as I've been trying to build something that I feel like I can continue to share and grow and be a part of with this community um, that I work with in here and the team that I'm building. And I'm grateful you're a part of it, Janet. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And it's been so fun. I mean, we haven't worked together that long. Oh, we yet. haven't. Not yet. Uh, and it's been pretty phenomenal to see the growth and the changes that you've made over the last six or eight months and just seeing what your vision is mm-hmm. for the existing team members and the future team members and just like, you know, the support you want to add on, the systems you want to have growing out those different lead sources, building the marketing and just creating that flywheel, Mm -hmm. just well run business that Mm -hmm. your people just get very excited to come into work every single day and just, just build and grow together. Yeah. It's such a cool place to be. And I'm super grateful to be able to be able to do that. It's, I am always filled with gratitude. So Janet Miller, 
with the Tom Ferry Coaching Group. Thank you so much and so much more, by the way. There's so much to know about Janet Miller. We're going to make sure to put your hashtags and content um, information sources out there. We'll share that with everybody. Uh, Thank you so much for being with us today, Janet. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I look forward to doing it again. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Fly the Coop. Be sure you subscribe to the show and leave us a review. I sure would appreciate it. We'll see you next time in the coop.